Welcome everyone to today's Autistic Moment, a podcast for autistic adults by an autistic adult. My name is Philip King Lowe. I am the owner, producer, and host, and I am an autistic adult. Thank you so very much for listening. Today's Autistic Moment is a member of the National Podcast Association. Today's Autistic Moment is always a free-to-listen-to podcast that gives autistic adults access to important information, helps us learn about our barriers, to discover the strengths and tools we already have to use for the work of self-advocacy. This first segment of today's Autistic Moment is sponsored by the Autism Society of Minnesota, Minnesota's first autism resource. For over 50 years, the Autism Society of Minnesota has been honored to support Minnesota's autism community. Visit them online at AUSM.org. Please go to the new website at todaysautisticmoment.com. You can listen to this episode and all previously published shows directly from the website. The transcripts for self-care during an election year, autistics collaborating with autistics, and this episode are available. The transcripts for all shows before August 22nd are being organized and edited and will be added within the next month. Transcripts are sponsored by Minnesota Independence College and Community. While visiting todaysautisticmoment.com, you will notice the menu options in larger print so that they are easy to find. There is a how to use website with a social narrative to help you learn what the different menu options are for and how to play a show from the website. There is a new page with guest biographies so that you can learn more about the guests on today's Autistic Moment. If you need any help with a new website or have any questions, send an email to todaysautisticmoment at gmail.com. Please follow Today's Autistic Moment on Facebook to join Today's Autistic Moment's community group page. I have just posted a new blog article from my new website entitled To Shake or Not to Shake, Consent and Boundaries are the Question. You can also follow Today's Autistic Moment on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. You can watch Autistic Voices Roundtable discussions on Today's Autistic Moment's YouTube channel. Coming on October 19th at 2 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time will be the next installment of the live virtual Autistic Voices Roundtable discussions, Busting the Myth About Empathy. Among the many stereotypes is that autistic people lack empathy. Every autistic experience empathy differently. Many autistics have double empathy that can be so intense that they appear to not be feeling any empathy. Four autistic individuals are going to talk with each other about how they feel empathy and why the myth is false.
The smartphone and pad are so much fun. We can play games, keep in touch with our friends and family on social media, we can text them, we can watch movies or television shows, find a recipe, shop for groceries, even do our banking all from our devices. Dating apps are everywhere. Whether you use Android or iOS devices, you can download an app, create a profile, and search for someone to be intimate with. Dating apps are fun, but they are also full of dangerous traps that are much too easy to fall into. Many autistic adults will share a lot of information about themselves that online predators can easily find and use to their own advantage. Many autistics have fallen for the nicest people who show them a kindness that they never found from anyone else. It is difficult for autistics not to be aware of what a nice person's intentions are. Way too many autistic adults have been sexually assaulted, raped, or severely injured by someone they chatted with on a dating app. Many autistics have given up on dating altogether because finding someone they can trust has ended in disaster. On this episode of today's Autistic Moment, my guest Candace Christensen and I are going to talk about how autistic adults can use dating apps safely. Candace is a courageous trailblazer and founder of Namaste Center for Healing. She is autistic, ADHD, and a neurodivergent thought leader in the neurodiversity movement. She provides therapy and intimacy coaching to neurodivergent adults and mixed neurotype couples. She also provides EMDR and IFS therapy to complex trauma survivors with a variety of sex, relationship, and intimacy issues. Candace is very compassionate and an amazing advocate for herself and other neurodivergents. After this first commercial break, Candace will talk about why autistics fall into so many traps on apps for online dating, what to watch out for, and why it is important to have someone that you trust help you look for those red flags that are so easy to miss. Please stay tuned. Today's Autistic Moment can be downloaded and heard on most podcast apps including Apple, Google Play, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Castro, Overcast, Player FM, Podcast Addict, Podcast Chaser. If you are looking for the transcript, go to todaysautisticmoment.com. 
Click on the episode you want to listen to and follow the directions to find the transcript. Thank you for listening to today's Autistic Moment. Hello, autism community. My name is Lisa Morgan. I'm an autistic adult too, and I know firsthand what it feels like to be unintentionally harmed by well-meaning professionals when reaching out for help. My passion is to help autistic people find and use their own unique strengths to help themselves. Are you rule-based, a literal thinker, have a focused interest? Let's figure out together how to use the strengths of autism to find solutions. I offer life coaching for autistic adults and individualized workshops for professionals. To find out more, go to autismcrisissupport.com. Support comes from Minnesota Independence College and Community, a life and career skills program for young adults with autism and learning differences. Help a young adult take a step towards their independence and a vibrant life. Learn more at miccommunity.org. Welcome back. And now it is my privilege to introduce Candace Christensen. Candace, thank you for being on this episode of today's Autistic Moment. It is my pleasure to welcome you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Philip. You're welcome. Welcome. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here. Me too. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about a really sensitive topic that tends, that really does deserve its own conversation. Uh, and that's the conversation about online dating. Um, mm -hmm. The internet, the, the, the iPhone, the smartphone, the apps have made it so easy to just get on and see if you can find someone to date or someone to pursue for intimate relationships of any kind. And, but we also know that um, for many autistics, we may struggle with understanding what someone's intentions are mm -hmm. and or understanding what is what is most appropriate for us to put out there and how, mm -hmm. how we, we, we talk to somebody when, the, when we're talking to somebody who may be interested. So we definitely need to have this conversation. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think it can't be un understated that we need this conversation. So Let's begin with my initial question. What information do autistic adults and our caregivers need to know about when we talk about online dating for autistics? Go ahead. Well, that's a loaded question, Philip. So 
I want to kind of back up really quick and just really validate what you said about it being a challenge to navigate other people's intentions. And perhaps this will lead into answering the question mm -hmm. for autistic people and caregivers, because we can definitely be easily manipulated and struggle to understand or when we're reading literal words, you know, a lot of times these there's chat rooms or getting on the online dating sites. It's all about writing. I do know that there are some apps out there now that will have ways that you can do kind of like a shorter video to get to know each other, but it can be really, really challenging for folks who are autistic to know how much do I say and how much do I not say? I know for me, in my own experience of dating and finding that I'm just an honest person. I don't know if you can relate to that, Philip, where you're just honest, right? So, absolutely. Yep. And, and I think what happens a lot of times is we can be honest, which is good, but in a online, when you don't know someone being too honest and too trusting can prove to be risky and dangerous. Absolutely. So, so that's the challenge, right? Because everyone now is online. I admit I am a self-admitted phone addict. I'm addicted to my phone. I have to be really mindful of that. And I think a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important for folks to be aware of okay, first, what sites am I getting on? And I think having a safe person to help you navigate, I don't care what your age is, to now, I'm almost 50, to navigate what's going online. Here's the challenge though, for a lot of autistic people, who do we have that's really safe, right? Yep, absolutely. And so, yeah. and if I'm living with my parents, do I really want to be asking them about this online forum? Perhaps not, but I will say this, we have to have people that we can trust to kind of check out or vet Yes. what's safe online because holy cow, there's so many dangers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, see, one of the things that's so convenient for a lot of autistics with online dating is a lot of us have um, are really challenged with initial face to face meetings. When we first meet somebody in person, mm -hmm. face to face, mm -hmm. the online Internet dating apps and all gives us a little extra protection on that. Yeah. One. So, so we, we tend. Right. So we think. So we tend to rely on this kind of communication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But of course, when you're having this kind of communication with somebody, you don't, they can say whoever they are, whatever uh -huh. they are, and you uh -huh. have no other way of knowing mm -hmm. because they're hidden behind that, that, that internet class. Right. Yeah, they exactly. are. You're, you're spot on. So I used to do court evaluations for autistic young men often and and some older men who ended up trusting someone online that they didn't know things were said they were manipulated into sharing information then boom the autistic person got charged with whatever holding a file that ended up having illegal material for instance okay and so you're right it's like we don't know so what do we say to that it's like be cautious and I know it's like I might, it might be like, but how, how do you be cautious? You just have to be really mindful of what you share and how you share. And if you're not sure, check, check it out with someone who you trust. So you might have to, I say this, 
I'm almost 50 and I will still ask my partner, what do you think about this email that I got? And he'll be like, deleted it, spam. It's yeah. okay to ask someone you try. I'm 48, Philip. It's like, I, I still check it out because I'm like, do I trust it? But we, we really don't know. So you mm-hmm. have to be cautious. You have to, because people do have, they do, um, what is it? Catfishing where it's like, yeah. You don't know who it is. And I don't want to scare people off from dating, but I do think that I do think that we just have to be careful. And we also have to be careful on social media, like Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook, because I've heard all kinds of things where you think you're messaging someone on Facebook and then someone gets involved and you get in trouble. And it's like, wait, I thought I was talking to this person. Well, no, I'm, you're talking to this person. Mm-hmm. It's just challenging. I wish I could just say it's roses, rainbows, and kittens when we get online to date, but it's not. No. It's, it's complicated. Yeah. Maybe this will make you feel a little bit <laughs> better, but, but I am 53 and I still have to ask my husband from time to time, what does that look like to you? Okay, so don't feel so bad. Um, You know, the fact is, is that um, the internet that we love that is so very easy (laughs) is also the sort of thing where anybody can um, take a photograph of something or someone. Mm -hmm. They can even copy a logo, even though they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. They can create their own logos if they wish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it is so easy to create a profile about yourself. Yeah. And they can say whatever they want about themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really have, we don't really have tools immediately at our disposal to, to guess whether they're being honest or not. Yeah. I mean, I think all of us have had the experience of, one of our contacts, for example, on Facebook, has their, their account has been hacked. We get a message from somebody sounding like them, but lo and behold, it's not even who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then when it comes to online dating and that sort of thing, I mean, I joke, I joke about this um, because um, back about, oh, maybe 20 years ago, maybe it's still around, I don't know. But there was this this one connection um, where there were these people who were answering profiles on dating apps. Mm. And after they got someone sort of, we'll say it sucked in. Yeah, hooked. They would yep. Mm-hmm, they would send them this 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 message that says, I am in Nigeria, we are building a road. We need to come home. Will you please send us X amount of dollars to help us get home? And I will send you this envelope of cash, you know, and, and I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you what happened with a lot of those is people sent the money. And then when they got this envelope, it's full of blank paper that does nothing. And, you know, unfortunately, this is one of those things that's dangerous about online dating, online communicating is that in lots of cases, there's no way to trace these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so, you know, and um, to end this particular story, I'll say I had an ILS worker a few years ago who is from Nigeria. And I jokingly asked him, I said, did they ever finish that road in Nigeria? 
And he, he, he answered, not only did they not finish it, they never began it in the first place because it was all a scam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. So. Well, and, and I want to say to that, because there are, I have, when I, you know, I offer this online um, neurodiverse connections class, and I had an advanced class for autistic ADHD, ADD gentlemen at one point, and I we we're talking about dating and I, I got on and I Googled and there are actually some apps, like I said, that will give you an opportunity to have very short video clips where you can just connect that way. I get the challenge of that for any human and especially those that are neurodifferent. And I do think if you can see that it's a real person, it, it to me, it would be safer. So I'm going to just throw out a plug. I, as you were saying that, I was like, I'm going to throw out a plug for, I met Jason Leibowitz on LinkedIn and he is the founder of XXY Connection. Do you know who he is? No, not yet. Okay. He's awesome. So he has a web-based platform where you can go into these live different, it's different live rooms where there's a facilitator talking about different topics but it's a, it's not a dating site, but it is definitely a way for people to connect. I actually think something like that is the way to go because that's how you just get to know people. And then if you want to take it offline and talk to them outside after you get to know them and you're vetted in that way, then to me, that feels safer than just texting back and forth or swiping right. left and right. After this next commercial break, Candace is going to talk about why it is important for caregivers to have an open door policy to help their autistic loved ones stay safe on the internet and also why it is important to be really careful about what kinds of information you put out there. Please stay tuned. Looking Forward Life Coaching helps change stumbling blocks of life into stepping stones towards success. Life can be complicated, almost like a river. At times there are rapids and other times it kindly winds along its path. To have a guide as you navigate this river of life is essential. To be encouraged and supportive during both the rapids and calm path is something Looking Forward Life Coaching can provide. We meet one-on-one with our clients within their local community or virtually to provide resources and tools to help survive the rapids and enjoy the calm waters. If this is something you're interested in, please feel free to schedule a free meet and greet. Email us at info at lookingforwardlc.org or call 612-504-7414. We look forward to helping you change stumbling blocks of life into stepping stones towards success. Self-direction has many different names. Self-determination, consumer direction, and even PDO. But they all mean the same thing. You are in control of your long-term care. With self-direction, choose what's best for you. Hire the people that you trust. In some states, they can even be your family. Manage your long-term care expenses. 
Self-direction offers the same or lower cost than other options. Control your care and choose the support that is most important to you. You deserve to be supported in your home and community, surrounded by friends and activities you love. With self-direction, you can live life on your own terms, regardless of age or ability. Take control of your care. Visit gtindependence.com. Today's Autistic Moment is here to help autistic adults find the resources and supports we need. Autistic adults from all over the world listen to today's Autistic Moment to listen to my outstanding guests, whom many are autistic, and share their experiences to help others know that they are not alone. Today's Autistic Moment supports a community of people whom many are unemployed and or underemployed. I need your help to keep today's Autistic Moment available to autistic adults and their caregivers. Go to the new todaysautisticmoment.com to tap or click on Support Today's Autistic Moment to be taken to my Patreon page. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month or more. Thank you for listening to and supporting the work of today's Autistic Moment. Support for today's Autistic Moment comes from Best Care Home Care Agency. Best Care offers PCA choice, homemaking, and 245D services throughout the metro and greater Minnesota. Visit their website, bestcaremn.com, to learn more about their services. You know, the other thing that sometimes I think autistics can actually do is that if there's somebody else who chats online, chats online and, and, you know, might be a little more successful, ask their advice. A lot of us are willing to share our advice. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, sometimes, you know, I often find that hearing it from another autistic makes me feel better about what I'm here listening to. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're already talking about barriers. I like to talk, what are the barriers for autistic adults of all ages? When we talk about this online dating, and we've named so many, um, last year, last September 2021, I had two great shows with Leah Bauman-Smith. She's a wonderful educator at the Mad, Mad Hatter Wellness uh, Center here in St. Paul, Minnesota. One was about um, dating romantic relationships and sexuality and the second one was let's talk about consent and we we spoke about those issues relating to online dating and you know part of these barriers go with 
our ability to communicate, our sometimes the challenges we may have with disseminating information, what's true, what's, mm -hmm. what, are, what are the red flags that are showing up? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I know myself that I've had to have help learning to recognize the red flags. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. let's talk about some of that, if yeah. you will. Well, I think, and I think part of that too is if they ask, if someone you're communicating with, or we're talking about what are the red flags to look out for, is that what you're asking? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so some of the things to look out for is if somebody wants you to send pictures right away, I mean, no matter what, send a headshot, send a nude, a selfie, nude picture, um, you know, send me, send me, per, what, where are you at? Where's your location? They want personal information really quickly. That is a red flag. And I say that because a lot of young um, autistic individuals, I've seen this with ADHD teens and young adults I've worked with as well, who will just be so excited that they have attention. And then right away, the person on the other line is saying, send a picture of body parts, right? So a nude selfie. And once you have that online, you can't take it back. And like you said, it can end up anywhere. You know, we hear about revenge porn, which is really scary. People can take your head and put it on a different body in terms of being online. And so in terms of images online. So that's a red flag. If you have someone that wants your data, where's your, give your address, you know, what's your, what's your home address, where are you at, give all this personal information or send nude pictures, that's a red flag. Yep. And my advice is if you, if you're starting a conversation with anybody and they ask you, you know, for a home address, a home phone number, email address off the bat, my, my advice is use the block button immediately, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, it's just a red flag and I, I can't stress that enough that it is not worth your safety to be no. in communication. So you're right. You have to block it. And if you're nervous or scared, or, then it's ask someone, because I've heard of teens that this, I mean, they're being extorted for money, you yes. know, and, and I, I remember this, you know, a friend of mine who said their teenage, their teenage son came to them and said, you know, this is happening. They wanted pictures and they're telling me I have to pay $500 online. And oh boy. Yeah. It's, it, it happens so often. So yeah. if, if people are saying, send me pictures or, you know, send me money or like send me pictures, send me money, it block them. That is a red flag. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you really do have to do that. I mean, there are safe venues to do certain things and then there are unsafe venues to do certain things. Um, and the thing is, is that you're right. A lots of times um, they're looking for ways to use a picture on you or, or better yet, um, in some of, for some of us, they know a lot of us autistics are very uh, vulnerable to being um, groomed. groomed. Groomed, for sure. Yes, mm -hmm. you know. And so um, the thing is, is that it, when you're using online dating, I think what we what we're saying here, it's very important to create some boundaries for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. part, 
Yeah, I think that's very important. Let's talk about that. Well, private accounts, you know, I see that I just got on Instagram, my account isn't private, but so many people's are private. And I thought, "Mm, okay, so I'm aware of that. Like, you know, because you get, I mean, I get messages from people and it's not inappropriate dot, dot, dot yet. I mean, I have had stuff Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn where I've just blocked people, but, but you have to be mindful of that. And I think it's okay to have a boundary of having a private account. If you're going to be online, it's okay. You know, when you get the friend request, vet them, look into them. I wouldn't just accept anyone. And it is, I do like the idea of private accounts because you do have to look into the person, right? I also want to describe for people or define for people what's grooming, because some people might be on here and be like, I don't know what grooming is. Is it shaving your beard? Is it combing your hair? It's, it's where you are told, someone will tell you what you want to hear to lure you in to doing something for them, giving them something again, where you're not actually consenting, you're being manipulated. You're being told what what you want to hear to feel good. So you give them something that you're going to regret later. It's a way to lure you in. So, so having those private accounts, having boundaries around that, blocking people, getting, you know, vetting a person asking, like you said, you and I are older, but we still will ask a trusted person. If we're unsure, there's nothing wrong with that. There's I really think caregivers would be so appreciative if their autistic youth came to them and said, I'm talking to someone or I'm playing a video game and this person is asking me for money or they're wanting me to send a picture and I'm feeling really uncomfortable. Can you look into this and have your caregiver or loved one give you that support to step in if need be? There's nothing wrong with that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah. Well, can I add um, something? Go ahead. For caregivers, it's so important to create an open door policy, which means please, please let your youth know, your children, your teens know that they can come to you with anything and you are not going to shame them or shut them down or judge them because Mm -hmm. it is, if they feel judged or shamed, they're all, I mean, teenage years are so hard anyway. Mine sucked. I hated it. Mm. So it's like, if they feel shamed or judged, they're not going to come to you. But if they feel like they can come to you with anything, they will come to you when the going gets tough in this arena. They will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, you know, um, and now let's, let's wander into my third question that I love to ask. Um, you know, what steps should autistic adults and our supporters take to advocate for our needs here? And, yeah. um, for autistic adults in this situation, I mean, children and youth, we need to stress, yes, they need to have, have, have parents, caregivers they can look up to. But as adults, we may not have those mm-hmm. supports. Mm-hmm. So how do we build up some of those supports for ourselves? Mm. And, I would say, and I would say that one mm-hmm. of them is to just have an autistic friend or even someone who isn't just say, what does this sound like to you? And get their feedback. Go ahead. I agree. And I think Philip, you and I met online on LinkedIn and I met so many great autistic neuro distinct friends on LinkedIn that I now, I mean, I literally talk to them online only, but I actually trust them. They have mm-hmm. proven to be safe. I've given some of them my, my cell phone number. We've done like we're you and I are doing a podcast I agree with you. If you can have a community of autistic people around you, 
that can support you because we all are truly on a continuum and we all have been through some experience. I actually think that can be really helpful to say, Mm -hmm. Hey, can I check this out with you? I have a chat on LinkedIn and it's a group of us that are autistic and ADHD and neurodifferent. And we'll say, Hey, I have a question. Have you guys had this experience? What do you think? And it is so helpful to get everyone's feedback and thoughts. Oh yes. That's huge. Mm -hmm. I can't even stress enough how to do that. And if you're saying, well, how do I do that? Oh my gosh, we're out there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We're out there. Yeah. I continue to be just so amazed at the autistic self-advocates that are there on, on that LinkedIn page. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I never would have dreamed a year and a half ago that I would ever find that there. Um, Same here. You know, it, it's been, it's been a great way for me to connect with people like yourselves, Scott Forsard, uh, Tash yeah, Cronby. Awesome. There's, there's so many uh-huh. people we're connecting with. Yep. And, you know, and the thing of it is, is that we're, you know, it, we're going to, we know that, one of us is going to ask a question that may not sound quite right to people who aren't, mm-hmm. but we know that when we sit, when we ask these questions to other autistics, they're going to understand us. hundred percent. Yeah. That's the double empathy problem. Research has shown what you just said, which is when we are talking to other autistic people, we get each other. If I'm talking to a non-autistic person, it's harder because they don't get me. I don't get that. Right. Yeah. When it comes to online dating, um, here's a few, here's a few things that I, I like to suggest is, um, when you're filling out your own pro- profile, don't be, don't be afraid to initially state what some of your boundaries are. I love done, that. You know, I mean, one of them can be, please ask my consent before you send a picture or ask for a picture. Oh my gosh. That's you know, and I love it. You know, and that, you know. If you, if you, you know, and then just be very, that this is what we're, we're looking for. I'm looking for. This mm-hmm. is not what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately <laughs> in a lot of online dating situations, they're looking at pictures. They're not even reading profiles, sadly, mm-hmm. but I've seen that. I've mm-hmm. seen that too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, you know, Tess Cronby and I were talking at the last episode in 2021 about, about internet safety. You know, that block button is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You do not have to. You are under no obligation to surrender your standards to somebody you do not trust. You yeah. know, yep. I think I think we need to be very yeah. firm about that. Yep. You know. Um, well, and I think a lot of people will say, well, they seem really nice. I can trust them, but it's like, but you don't know that person. So I do want to say that to your listeners that yes, a person initially can seem nice, but you don't know them. It takes time to get to know somebody. Everybody can seem nice at first glance. And when you first engage, another thing I want to say to how you said, you can state something, which I absolutely love is I would actually put a picture of you that is fully clothed and doing an activity. <laughs> so it's not because I think, like you said, so many people are reading, looking at images and a lot, we have a pornified culture. Let's be honest. Everything is sexualized. The pictures are sexualized. So go hiking, take a picture of you with your dog. Like, so that it's a conversation piece, for instance, where you say, I like to hike, or I like to bike, or this is me playing chess. It's like something so that it's not just you with a selfie that I think could be sexualized. 
and could, I don't know. I just think that's really important. It's not, it's not our fault if we take a picture and someone says or does something with it. I don't want to say that because it's like, we have freedom, but I do Mm want to say that if I want to, I I know who I want in my space and who I want to draw to me and it's like-minded people. So I'm going to be talking about, these are the interests I have and the likes I have. And these are the things I don't like, like you said, and maybe show a picture of you doing those things. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Here's a couple of pieces of advice that, you know, and ways you can also self-advocate. You might want to create a document for yourself with a checklist of things that you can follow whenever you're talking to somebody online is, you know, one matter that I always look for because I have a lot of online friends. Um, I'm part of the gay community, gay bear community. We talk a lot with each other, but the point is, is that look for is your conversation from the first conversation to the second, is it consistent? And is it consistent each time you talk to them or is this person changing whatever they told you last time? Which if they're doing that, that's probably a fair indication they're not worth messing with (laughs) to be point point blank about it. Um, You know, you know, put put in your checklist um the person wait you know waits a few conversations to start asking more personal information or do they start asking for it as soon as they talk to you you know red flag they, red flag yep you can you can kind of start making a little checklist for yourself about what your red flags are and then mm-hmm. you can sort of use that as as oh that's what i see i see you know i see that so that way you're guard, you're protecting yourself mm-hmm. with whomever oh. you communicate with. Yeah. yeah. I love the first question. I think that's great. You know, like you or the first thing you said, which is, are they consistent? Meaning do they, because if they're not, then it's like, mm, are they honest? Are mm-hmm. they being honest about who they are? That's really what the issue is. If someone tells me something about themselves and then the next time it's different and then the next time it's different, it's like, how honest is this person and do, and I also would make a list of what you value and what you want in a relationship Mm -hmm. with someone. What do I want in a relationship in terms of how they treat people, how they treat their pets, how, what's their mental wellness? Like, you know, do they have any addictions? Do they have a history of violence? I would want to know that I, I, I have, I've done that. I've literally made a list of what I want in a person and what I don't want in a person based on my experience of what I don't want. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I tell people, hold your standards and wait because that person that you want on your list is out there. Yeah. 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 I also encourage my listeners to go back to August of 2021 and listen to my episode about autistic adults and gaslighting that I did Mm. with Eric Holmans because Mm -hmm. gaslighting Mm -hmm. on an online dating thing, it's very common. Mm -hmm. So go back Mm -hmm. and listen to that show about what gaslighting is because boy, they can, they can, they can come at you really, Mm -hmm. really easily. Yeah. Yeah. Gaslighting is crazy making. It's making you feel crazy. And when you call it out, if you're calling out someone for being dishonest, they deflect by making you feel like they're great. That never happened. I never did that. So good that you're directing people to that episode because that's real. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, and I, I remember it's worth repeating. There are some people 
out there who have done their share of reading about autistic people that they know they have a, a fair good idea. I'm sorry to say this, but they have an idea about how to bring somebody in, take advantage of them, and then it, it causes them grave harm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that I have to say that, but it's true. And then if you go back to the matter about that, I that when we talked about consent with Leah Bauman Smith, last September, we also want to prepare and say again, that there are autistic adults who who tragically have a sex offender allegation to their name because they misunderstood a word, a gesture, you know, to be an invitation for something more. And lo and behold, they discovered this person is underage. This person, that's not what they had in mind. So you really have to be careful about that because boy, that mm -hmm. can give you a problem that mm -hmm. isn't so easy to get away from for the rest of your life. Yeah. So we have to, we, we need to, we mm -hmm. need to bring that forward and say that. We have an online program where we do, it's called our escalated prevention program and our escalated addictions groups that are web-based for men who have had that exact experience, who are neurodifferent and it's unfortunate and we end up, we end up myself included writing letters to the court and talking about their neurodifference and how it is different from someone who is not neurodifferent in terms of, like you said, being manipulated into doing things that they, they wouldn't do. They wouldn't exactly. do. So exactly. you do just have to be really careful. And I don't want your listeners to be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to date. You guys are such downers. There's hope out there. There are good people out there. It's just finding your, the right community and, and following what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, there are people, um, you know, the LGBT communities, we have our issues. I'd like to say there is some problems with ableism and there are some problems mm -hmm. with people who don't always have the best intentions either. But the point is, is that there are people that you can connect with out there. You can make good friendships with mm -hmm. and may, and from some of that, you can, mm -hmm. you know, maybe create a future romantic relationship mm -hmm. somewhere, yeah. but you do have to play it safe for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. and, and last, and I, I remember saying, I've said this many, many times. Um, if you do find yourself in an abusive situation, um, I think it's important to say, and I know that Candace will say it with, will, will say it mm -hmm. in agreement. You are not under any obligation to remain in the path of somebody who abuses you. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you have a right and obligation mm -hmm. to yourself mm -hmm. to get yourself away from that individual. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You, yeah. We need to, we, you know, because mm -hmm. I've heard some say, well, I have to, I'm like, no, you do mm -mm. not have to, mm -mm. not at all. No. I was 37 and my boyfriend at the time punched a hole in the wall and freaked out. And I was like, I called my dad. I was 37. I called my dad and I said, I need help, you know, and it took a while. It's not like that was, there was a lot of buildup to that relationship, but to your point, it is okay for us, no matter our age to ask for help and to get out of a situation. We don't have to stay in the line of fire of someone that's verbally, emotionally, sexually, physically, spiritually, financially abusive. 
Exactly. Yep. 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 In fact, I would say when someone is, is being abusive, your first obligation is your own safety. Yes. You, you have, you, you have every, every right to put yourself first in that situation, yes. yep. you know, um, yep. you know, and, and, you know, um, like I say, there are plenty of, of people out there who know how to, man- who have an idea of how to manipulate an autistic mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to have friends to go to, Hey, does this sound like manipulation to you? Mm-hmm. What does it, you know, and then just, just take that mm-hmm. advice into, into, into consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and for friends and loved ones listening, if you are, if you do have an autistic person that you care about, that's in an abusive relationship, that's not ready to get out, please don't judge them. Please be there for them no matter what, because they're going to need you at some point, even if they keep going back yeah. right? or if they yeah. stay, it's like, I know family and loved ones get frustrated, but please keep an open door for your, your loved one that's in that relationship, because it might take some time for them before they get out of the situation. And we're, we're, we're hoping that people will get out, but sometimes folks don't. After this final commercial break, Candace is gonna tell you a little bit more about what she does and also give you some resources to look for, followed by today's Autistic Community Bulletin Board. Please stay tuned. Are you autistic and the owner and or host for a podcast that is by and for autistics? If so, I have a very exciting networking opportunity for you. I am cordially inviting you to attend a live virtual initial meeting to talk about the creation of the International Autistic Podcasters Association on Thursday, March 16th, 2023 at 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. During this meeting, we can talk about what we might like an International Autistic Podcasters Association to look like and what we could do. The association members can share with each other what our podcasts are about, what is working well, what might need improvements, and promote ourselves and each other to attract more listeners. The meeting will be recorded with a transcript and made available on today's Autistic Moments YouTube channel. To read more about the meeting, go to todaysautisticmoment.com forward slash APA forward slash. Please share the news and link with any autistic person you know who owns and are hosts a podcast for other autistic people. If you have any questions or concerns, send an email to PKLOWE at todaysautisticmoment.com. The most important work that people do is take care of each other and the people who provide your care should have the best support. Life Superior is here to help you and your caretakers. 
This family-owned business is one of Minnesota's fastest-growing personal care providers because of the support they provide for their clients and coworkers. If you need a PCA agency that combines compassion and professionalism, or if you care for someone today and would like to learn how to get paid for this work, please call us at 612-824-4348 or visit us at lifesuperior.com forward slash autism. Today's Autistic Moment will be recognizing ADHD Awareness Month in October. On October 2nd, Tess Crombie will come back to today's Autistic Moment to talk about autistics with ADHD. In the DSM-5 in 2013, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, ADHD, was added to the family of neurological developmental disorders. Many autistics have ADHD. What are the similarities and differences between autism and ADHD? Join me and Task Cronby for this important conversation. On October 16th, Pete Warnby will join me for the episode, The Intersection of Autism and ADHD. On November 6th, Nikki Collins will be my guest to talk about autistic parents raising autistic children. On November 21st, Robert Allen Klaus III will be my guest to talk about Autistic Adults Are Not Children. Thank you for listening to today's Autistic Moment. Before we end this conversation, which is really, really great, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, I'm the founder and clinical director of Namaste Center for Healing. We're a holistic treatment center in Mill Creek, Utah. I've been a licensed clinician for 18 years, and my specialty and our team specialty is working with both non-neuro different and neuro different individuals, couples, um, and young adults and older teens who have a variety of intimacy issues. A lot of our specialty is working with people who have um, infidelity, sex pornography addiction, um, and even individuals who've crossed over into sexually offending and really working with mixed neurotype couples to heal their relationships. We work with a lot of people that have trauma. Um, So yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. And, and, and what, what is the um, web address for what, for your. There's two. So there's CandaceChristianson.com for my uh, intimacy coaching website. And then for our counseling, it's NamasteAdvice.com. Okay. If folks want to reach us. Yeah. Yep. And I will be uh, taking that information and I will be putting it on our adult autism 
resources links page so that you can access those those links and resources anytime you like. Wonderful. Candace, thank you. Thank you so much for this. this You're has been so excellent. welcome. It's so yeah. lovely to finally meet you in person. Thank you, you for what you do. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. I appreciate that. Today's Autistic Community Bulletin Board. All of these events announced can be found with the links to get more information are available on todaysautisticmoment.com. You are invited to MICC's 5th Annual Independence 5K Run Walk on Saturday, October 1st at Donaldson Park in Richfield, Minnesota. Check-in registration is at 9 a.m., the race walk begins at 10 a.m. Go to micommunity.org for more information. Understanding Autism virtual classes will be offered by the Autism Society of Minnesota. These classes are perfect for autistic individuals, caregivers, those who want to learn the basics of autism and support autistic people. Classes will be held on October 17th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. November 21st from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., December 19th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Classes are free of charge, but you must register to attend. On Thursday, October 25th, beginning at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., Kathy Woods will present a virtual skill shop at the Autism Society of Minnesota entitled Learning to Drive While Autistic. This skill shop will share information and invite discussion on their critical skills needed for driving and how being autistic can impact learning how to drive. Kathy Woods is the supervisor of the Courage Kinney Rehabilitation Institute's Driver Assessment and Training. Kathy is an occupational therapist, certified driver rehabilitation specialist, and Minnesota State Licensed Driver Instructor. The Autism Society of Minnesota, in partnership with Puzzle Twist and Games by James, invites you to participate in the fifth annual Awesome Connections Puzzle Competition. This event will be held in both in-person and virtual format on November 5th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Teams of puzzlers will gather at the Mall of America, Huntington Bank Rotunda, and on Zoom. The cost is $60 per team. Virtual teams can have their puzzles shipped for an additional $10. Registered by September 21st to have your puzzle shipped. To register for these or any events, visit the website for the Autism Society of Minnesota at ausm.org. If you have events for autistic adults and our supporters and would like them announced in today's Autistic Community Bulletin Board on the next episode on October 2nd, please send an email to todaysautisticmoment at gmail.com by 4.30 p.m. on Friday, September 30th. Today's Autistic Moment is sponsored in part by Looking Forward Life Coaching. Looking Forward turns stumbling blocks into stepping stones towards success. 
Go to lookingforwardlc.org for more information. If you have a topic you think will be a great contribution to talk about the strengths and achievements of autistic adults and or want to be a guest in Season 3 in 2023, want your business or organization mentioned, or have questions about today's autistic moment, please go to the Contact Us page on todaysautisticmoment.com or send an email to todaysautisticmoment at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Today's Autistic Moment, a podcast for autistic adults by an autistic adult. May you have an autistically amazing day.